Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody. Happy Easter and all of that shit. Happy Zombie Jesus Day, as I like to call it. <laughs> yeah. So I hope you're all celebrating by watching a zombie movie later on. <laughs> but yes, welcome to High and Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PersisGrowing.com. I am Mackie from the UK. And joining us this week, we have Marge from Canada. Hello, hello, everybody. Uh, TG, also from Canada. Good day. Hope you're all doing well. We have Monkey Doo from the Southeast USA. Afternoon from the Deep South. Happy Easter, everybody. And uh, GB is with us this week because he's, he's on holiday, living the dream. And so instead we have Martin from Ireland. You want to say hi, Martin? Hey, what's going on, guys? How's everybody? Same old shit, bro. So thanks for stepping in, jumping in for GB. Yeah, yeah, not, not bad at all. Yeah, pretty won't be getting... Um... Yeah, sunning myself up like he is, but yeah. <laughs> man, it's been nice weather here in the UK this week as well. So he's, yeah. he got lucky for it, man. He got lucky. So yeah, what's been going on in this week? Anybody done anything interesting? Planted some new beans? Well, you are, Monkey. You got some new beans planted. Not really too much new. I mean, I've, I've got a few started right now. Just uh, trying to get the Godbud and strawberry cough flipped over to... Flower soon. I mean, I've got them all trained and ready to go. Just kind of biding my time and trying to figure out what to do with that one male. You know, I don't mm. want to throw him away. I want to want to save a save a little bit of pollen, but I don't have a space for him. So, going to have to get innovative. Mm. What would you do, TG? Uh, um, you want to keep the male? Probably. I, if if I don't have room, I'm actually in a situation like that right now. If I don't have room to do anything with it at that specific moment. I just take cuttings and I keep cloning it until I actually do have the necessary resources to use it properly. No, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. Actually. A good I can idea. do that. Yeah. I mean, it's effectively like keeping a father plant, but uh, you never really get anything off it because you don't yeah. flower it out. Right. But I mean, yeah, the only thing I really need is like one cola full of full of uh, oh, yeah. pollen and I've got more than I'll ever need. So that's that's good. I can just keep taking small cuttings up. If it gets big, throw the big one away and take a small one. Yeah, exactly. And the small ones actually like, I mean, you've flowered out males before. You know how much shit that uh, those things can produce. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. just a little plant is more than enough for a, yeah, a small project. Yeah, one or two project. balls will give you hundreds and hundreds of seeds. So yeah. Yeah. 
That's what I would do. Good That's idea. what I'm doing. Jamaican puna right now. White buffalo seeds. It's a fucking awesome, awesome cut. But I only got males out of the three that I had. But I want to breed it with some, uh, or I shouldn't say breed, cross it with some uh, some widow, uh, widow cross with haze from Humboldt Seeds. So, yeah, basically I have to keep fucking cloning it because it's like the super stretchiest, like, tie-looking, <laughs> droopy, thin leaflet leaves you'd ever see. And I just yeah. I can't control it. So, yeah, cool. <laughs> it's fun, though. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. So you mentioned some stuff on Twitter earlier as well about some, was it seeds for £65 or something? Did you, was that you mentioned? Oh, those. Yeah. No, that was just me, like, uh, wishing... <laughs> those that's on seedsman that's uh the original haze one of the only two sources right now that i would trust to actually um supply original haze would be seedsman they don't list it on their website so i don't really know how you get it but uh and then um uh the other todd mccormick authentic genetics that one i posted was a flying dutchman and that yeah. was yeah sensi bought flying dutchman back in 2006 and they haven't re-released any hazes to my knowledge uh from that because haze haze is almost like honestly a pure haze isn't really a plant to grow and, and smoke it's it's beautiful but it's more of a breeding thing right like the, the hybrids that come from the hybridizing pure haze with like northern lights for example mm -hmm. uh it, are like are phenomenal so that's kind of the main reason why I want it. It's, you know, a uh, super long flower and yeah, it's like, there's lots of variants of it as well. So like, uh, I just want to play around with it a bunch, but I want the real one and it, it's tough to source. Flying Dutchman had it back in the day too, but again, since he got them. So yeah, that's my haze. I was just kind of wishful thinking though. <laughs> it's a bit pricey, isn't it? 65 quid. It's 65 yeah. Canadian dollars, I suppose. So about, about 20 quid. Yeah, it's it's not a cheap one, <laughs> that's for sure. For one uh, seed as well, I suppose. I don't know what that was actually. That might have been a pack of five or ten. But um well, that's yeah, not Hayes, so bad then. Haze is a it's definitely like one you want to do your research on if you're thinking of sourcing it. Um, because not all haze is the same and it's tough to find that original shit anymore. So mm. anyway, that's another episode. <laughs> Yeah, we had a super cool interview this week as well with the high ladies, didn't we? Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was, really that was cool, good. Man. Yeah, nice to speak to those. I've sent them their inf them information to get in touch with Tommy Chong as well, and they're very grateful for that. So hopefully they'll have a session with Ch Tommy Chong coming up soon, which we will also be having another session with Tommy Chong coming up very soon. You'll find out more about that in the cannabis news and events. But uh, you know, at the end of the news, we'll tell you what's going on in ship. But something cool, something well, a few cool things coming up really gonna enjoy this shit so where do we even begin of course we've got five stories from around the world which is all related to cannabis in some way or another and we should start off with the one from aussie jim we had a news article sent in from one of our listeners aussie jim shout out to aussie jim what's up bro uh so monkey you want to take it away talk about your new story sure let's take a look at this one this is coming from the new jersey monitor state law allows police to consume marijuana when off-duty attorney general says Hmm. Oh. Interesting right there, huh? <laughs> now, first and foremost, there people need to understand, if you're not aware of it, that New Jersey will go online as recreational legal with dispensaries 
open on the 21st of this month. And so the temporary attorney general, acting attorney general in the state of New Jersey has said, with legal sales of marijuana beginning potentially next week, he has issued a memo to law enforcement leaders reminding them that New Jersey law enforcement officers are allowed to light up when they're off duty. Wow. Uh, I mean, does that surprise anybody, really? They are just, you know, people like us. Yeah, I mean, for they're, sure, allowed, man. they're allowed to have a beer after work. Why not mm -hmm. have a, you know, have, have a joint? Or I wonder, if, uh, I wonder I mean, if consequences will come, though, like the, we're going to drug test you and see, you know, and, you know, make sure, because with the cannabis that stays in your system for not. so long, you, you know, but they're, they're fucking these government well, I mean, motherfuckers. There, there are some things within this article that, are, that are, we need to look at a little bit. It says the memo makes it clear that police officers can consume marijuana legally purchased within the state while off duty, but specifies on duty use can cause termination or other discipline. So, yeah, they're looking at that. And again, he says, to be clear, it's a zero tolerance policy for cannabis use that is not licensed by the state of, of New Jersey. Now, what that means is if an officer is found consuming legacy market cannabis he can be terminated wow, uh, wow. <laughs> wow. yeah when you, when you start reading into the article pretty much it really gets gets in there now he hasn't yeah. said that there but he does definitely say that you know he, the officers are only allowed to, to consume legally obtained cannabis but like tg yeah. said there how they're going to figure that out it's been the that's been the stupid one like one of the the things people point out about legalization here in Canada since the beginning, like you're not allowed to use legacy cannabis, but what the fuck, like, I don't even have to explain this, but how that, how it's so stupid, you know, like just put it in a fucking jar, right? There you go. Now it looks the same cannabis. You can't, you're not going to be able to tell whether it's legal or not. So mm -hmm. it's a, it's a silly thing. I think it's just a scare tactic, you know, to like right. make sure people like obey kind of, but really what are you going to do? What if, I mean, I assume okay. that it's, uh, it's legal for medical use in New Jersey, right? It is legal for medical use, and it will be legal for uh, recreational use very, very, very soon. It may. But, but the situation, you know, they keep talking about it's not, not going to be legal uh, to uh, consume on duty. And oh, it cannot shit. be inebriated on duty. But the, my question is, and this is the same question that we've been asking about driving in a medical patient. How are we going to test whether an officer is, is inebriated or not? Cells, mm -hmm. man, they have the fucking knowledge, don't they? That's what they do. They well, know. what they're saying is that if they're not going to only rely <laughs> on the THC content, that they're going to have to produce a, a test for intoxication. So this is actually, I'm thinking that this right here is what I got out of the article as being the most promising thing. If they can develop a test to see if an officer is intoxicated to where he cannot perform his duty, or her, mind his or him or her. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yes, I'll take that one. Up. Chauvinist. What about the non-binary? You've been very excludery here. Sorry, Say was again? that mine? You forgot about the non-binary people. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, how, how 2019 of us. So, really. <laughs> but you know, if they can figure out the, how, to, how to figure out whether an officer is inebriated beyond the point of being able to do his duty, then maybe they can figure out if a, if a medical patient is too inebriated to safely drive. An but motor what if a police officer is also a medical patient and they need to consume while sat there 12 hour shift to make sure that they can stay fully medicated? Will they allow to be able to consume their one. cannabis for medicine? Well, the situation there, Mackie, you know, um, well, let's just be blunt. 
in the United States, officers are allowed the use of deadly force if, if it's found to be necessary. In, in oh, the, uh, shit. The yeah, that's a fucking duties. point. Oh, my God. They are. I've never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, OK, so we're going to have an officer walking around with deadly weapons in his possession and authorized to use these deadly weapons. And he needs to be judged to find out whether or not he's inebriated beyond the point of safety. So this is a real big deal. Now, also, but, 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 yeah, but what about after the fact, like if they are in a in a situation where they have to pull the trigger and somebody gets killed by a police officer and they yeah. also use cannabis, will that be taken into consideration? You know, like he was using cannabis before he killed this person. He needs to be held responsible right. and sent to prison for it. Well, first of all, I need to come on, on board here and say that I'm in favor of, let, of the officers being allowed to safely use cannabis off duty because I don't want to get into the mm -hmm. weeds and think I'm against this. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of things to talk about here. Well, see, in September uh, 2011, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Explosives and Firearms issued a, a statement saying that firearm licenses cannot be issued and firearms cannot be sold to any unlawful user or addicted user to any controlled or dangerous substance. Okay, now cannabis is still federally controlled and dangerous substance by the federal government. Mm. However, police officers will have not only in their possession firearms, but will be, be let's just say, uh, allowed, licensed, uh, not, you know, to safely use these these firearms. And in, in the, serious in the guns too. Duty. Yeah, I'm just going like, this is just kind of strange, guys. I don't know. What do you yeah, all think about this? You know, it's a dangerous it's, one, man. It's a, it's a gray it's, area. It's a really fine line, but you have to, you know, from somebody being medicated properly mm -hmm. to mm. be, being able to tell the difference between a gun and a taser, because you know that's happened before. Anybody who keeps up to date with the news in the USA, there was a police officer not too long back who shot and killed somebody because she thought she was reaching for her taser, pulled mm -hmm. out her oh, service yeah. pistol it, it and was like, happen. taser, 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 shoots it the guy and kills him. Mm -hmm. I mean... Like two minds about this, but they're on the same side of the fence, I suppose. To and Twisted kind of made the point in tw in chat there. Um, Calgary had the same same thing happen. They they just recently allowed their cops to uh, consume cannabis legally acquired cannabis off duty with no problem. And I agree that like you shouldn't. I mean, in the case of medical, I am medical myself, and if that like if. Uh, if, if you're using it medicinally, I suppose, and not like, you know, you, you know when you're impaired or not. And mm -hmm. uh, like for myself, for example, I believe that I'm never impaired because like I just, I control myself enough and I don't want to get impaired. I just want to feel better. So if you're in that state of mind, you know, I have no issue. Um, but uh, with that in mind, um, so first state of mind, I guess, is I'm on the side. I think this is great. But safety sensitive positions like twisted said he has yeah. to test negative to do his job because mm -hmm. it's a he runs big machinery or whatever he does i don't know mm -hmm. um uh but you know you have to be drug free in order to quote safely operate this stuff i'm in the same position i'm effectively ostracized i don't know if that's the right word but like that's I can't yeah, yeah. I can't get a job on the mine sites here in Canada for my, with my geology degree because to work on the mine site on any company that has more than like five people in it, so that's basically everything. You need to uh, 
pass a drug test still. It's and that's any more than five people. Canada. So yep. you're allowed to put four mm. people at risk, but not well, five. I just, I just mean like <laughs> yeah. on the very small companies, there's, they're a bit more lenient. But once you right. get into collaborative, you know, joint venture projects with like you're a small company, but you're working with a big company or there's multiple people involved, it's all about liability, right? And I understand that, but I don't agree with it. And coming back to the police thing is, yeah, like Monkey said, these people have firearms they have the ability mm -hmm. to pull us over and basically do whatever they want to us so mm -hmm. i i need them to be high in... need them to be high bro That's what... well <laughs> whatever i, I be much more be... lenient you know i mean if you're going to apply the rules to me though because i i can't go and like look at rocks or, or yeah, you know it's a good point, man. Um, There's many, many jobs that people can't do because they mm -hmm. might be using cannabis for medicine. Right, and Billy right. Barnes in the chat here, he said, uh, he brings out a good point. If you need medical cannabis, then you're too ill uh, to be fit enough to be a cop, which is a good maybe. point. You know, maybe that is the case. Maybe you need to have, maybe it's part of the fitness exam. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the regulation that I cited about the ATF saying you can't, you cannot have or own or, operate a firearm if you're if you're addicted to a or using a dangerous controlled substance even in the united states this even pertains to medical marijuana patients so if you're mm -hmm. a medical patient for, for cannabis you cannot legally buy a gun if you tell them wow <laughs> so it's crazy and you know it, and this regulation for the past decade regulators have been saying that this is the reason why why police officers would not be allowed to use cannabis mm -hmm. so this is going to have to be a regulation change at this point yeah it's a big big argument this one and there's a lot to be taken into account what do you think marge you haven't said much here no i haven't i've just been listening i think it's hard to know what to say really but mm -hmm. i feel like at least they're talking about it because yeah. the idea if you're going to break the stigma surrounding cannabis use regardless of your profession you know, being able to consume after hours when you're off duty, that's mm -hmm. at least something that they're talking about, which is before it was just sort of like, you're not allowed to consume at all. So you had a lot of cops that maybe hiding their use or they just didn't use it at all. And so they had really no understanding of people mm -hmm. who were like mm -hmm. cannabis users. So well, we had the yeah. cannabis cop on the show a couple of months ago, mm -hmm. a cool guy, you know, he was a police officer for a long time and now he uses cannabis as a medicine for many different things. And he says that there's a lot of police officers who use cannabis as a medicine for PTSD and shit because they have to suffer a lot right. of crazy things being police officers. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think they should so. definitely be allowed recreational use. There's no denying that, but there's that oh, yeah. fine line with the whole medical thing being, right? you know, firearm carriers and all that kind of shit. Yeah, he seemed yeah, to also indicate that it was it was a, with police officers. It was almost an age based thing. You know, the younger officers were more likely to to maybe give cannabis a second look, mm. and older ones have just you know the reefer madness is already in their brain, and they're not, they're not even gonna give it a, give it a chance at all. Mm -hmm. So it's generational, obviously here. Yeah. But it's interesting. Really you know, cops can cops can smoke, but we don't know how they how we're gonna test them right now. <laughs> what do you think, Martin? What are you saying there, bro? Are, are we not reinforcing the, the reefer madness a little bit or on cannabis use and medical cannabis patients? Like, because uh, I'd imagine there's probably many officers on the force who've been prescribed some of the antipsychotics that have been so heavily implicated in all of the mass shootings across the US. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Okay. That's we, a good point, too. Mm -hmm. We don't bat an eye around these people carrying guns and being on antipsychotic mm -hmm. drugs. Mm -hmm. But like even as cannabis consumers, like we're almost like perpetuating the stigma there that there is around cannabis use and kind of saying that a person 
can't really be trusted to be responsible while being a medical cannabis patient. No, but there's That's... no, I don't think there's any denying. I mean, when, when people use cannabis regularly, everyday smokers, then there is very little effect when they use cannabis, but people who don't use cannabis very much or use a small amount when they do actually use it, there is mind altering effects and their decision-making process is different when they consume cannabis to when they don't consume cannabis. And when you have to make decisions that are life and death in a split second decision, then it's important to make sure that they are functioning properly. And it's not just cannabis that does that. There's lots of painkillers that will alter the way they think. And there's antidepressants that would alter the way they think. It's not just cannabis that does that. But I think it does need to be taken into consideration as well. Yeah, can cannabis is a drug and it is a mind altering substance. It might not be too much. And depending on how much you use, it will depend on how much it does alter your perception, but it does alter your perception. I do see what you're saying though, Martin, because yeah, he's saying basically if it's pharmaceuticals, no one questions it. Mm-hmm, it doesn't mm-hmm, matter what you're taking, yeah. how much, no one's asking you. No, some what kind of pharmaceuticals. Shit. Yeah, like you don't you don't even ask that question because that's like invasion of your health privacy. Or right. whatever, I, oh, the doctor told me to take it. It must be okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But when it's cannabis, all of a sudden it's, you know, what if, honestly, and- I feel very insulted personally when people are like they they judge me based on my medical cannabis use or just, sorry, not even medical, but just cannabis use in general. And like mm-hmm. Mackie said, some people, even new smokers, inexperienced smokers, even some high tolerance smokers that eat an edible, you know, it, it's, you just have to be in control of your fucking self, mm-hmm. right? You have to be willing to admit that I, this is, I, I'm not in control of myself. And if you aren't, and you're in a, in a job where you, you have a, uh, you know, people's lives at the tips of your fingers, then you maybe need to consider that it's not maybe the cannabis, it's, it's you, that you aren't suited for this, this job. Mm-hmm. You know, Billy made a point about uh, ill people, you know, if you have to use med- medicine, you're, you should, you're not really suited for that. And I sort of agree, but I kind of don't agree also, because like me personally, I, you know, I've, I've worked in geology while using cannabis, the one company I did work for, allowed me to and you know it was we we did a lot of good work you know mm-hmm. there's there's no incidents yeah. right now um i can neither confirm nor deny you know it's a don't ask don't <laughs> tell kind of thing so i won't say yes or no but like i deal with some serious fucking shit at work in terms of uh, equipment you know pentane and, and solvents and stuff and like i i've never felt like i was like you know, oh shit, I don't know what to do, you know, or some stereotype, like, because I never get like that. If I am like that, I go home, I tell people I'm not feeling well, you know, Yeah. but it's so like, you just, I feel like there needs to be a bit more personal responsibility too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think that, sorry, Marge. No, I was just going to agree with you. You're just talking about people being like reasonable and knowing their limits, right? And if you're not feeling great, then, then you deal with it like an adult. I always make the argument like, you know, my, my issues, my medical issues are IBS. And the biggest one for me is stomach spasms. Cannabis helps to like basically eliminate these debilitating stomach spasms that I get. Like whatever I'm doing when they happen, I stop doing, I have to stop. I have to put my hands on the counter or whatever, and just wait. And it's usually only about 30 seconds. Sometimes they're two minutes. Sometimes they're five seconds but they're fucking brutal yeah so if and, you was a police officer and that happened to you regardless of whether yeah. you're using cannabis or not that's going to be debilitating sure and it will change and your decision making process regardless I, of taking drugs at all in it definitely and if cannabis prevents that and the only thing that it's doing is preventing that it's not making me like all crazy or like 
I shouldn't use those terms. Sorry, not crazy, but like you know, you you psychotic. Like yeah, you've you've changed. <laughs> well, you've changed. You know, you you're you're not used to this this feeling, and you're quote out of control kind of thing yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, but and and if that's the case, then yeah, you shouldn't be like using these, or I shouldn't be doing the things I'm doing either. But again, well, it's like nowadays I don't smoke a lot, and you know I don't smoke every day like I used to. You know, like a few months ago, then I was happy to just get in the car and drive after smoking a spliff because I'd be fine. I'd be like just normal because I was an everyday user. I used a copious amount of weed and shit. But nowadays, if I hit my mighty, I ain't driving after that. I, I know that I'm too stoned after because I don't use all the time. It's a different kind of kind of effect, isn't it? I literally smoke like as much as I can every time I go drive. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like always late. <laughs> Cheryl's always yelling at me because I'm like, I'm like just one more. Just wait. I'm going to get high before I leave the ass, bro. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it all depends on the, on the individual. Yeah, Definitely, man. And this needs to be taken into consideration. But this is an interesting story and it's going to, it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out and see yeah. if the police officer are going to be held by different rules to everybody else. Or, Right. I'd say at least it's an acknowledgement of like maybe it's not so bad sort of thing. Mm. So that's good. Well, that's what I'm hoping to see here that maybe we can develop some new practices that can also be applied to medical patients as far as intoxication standards and things such as this. Mm. So there's hope, but I am glad that the police officers at least will be able to enjoy a little bit of something off duty. For sure, man. Let's go get high with the police. (laughs) 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 Saying that's different. Yeah, I don't know Would if I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Donald chops are going to clean up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> really, really. <laughs> um, Krispy Kreme, there's nothing. You don't have to be a cop to love Krispy Kreme original glaze. Those things are fucking delicious. <laughs> yeah. So what are you anyway, saying, Mike? What, what, uh, how's your news story looking this week? What do you um, have? Me, I'm I'm looking at a, a a pretty large cannabis farm that was uh, uprooted over the, during the week. Um, this happened over in Spain. It was four hundred and fifteen thousand cannabis plants. Um, they were spread over. Apparently, sorry, how many? Four hundred and fifteen thousand. Oh, like wow. like close to half a million cannabis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, my Jesus! Gee, how many? How big is this place? My God! <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was eleven fields that covered one hundred and sixty-six acres, so Whoa. it's a quite a sizable property. And uh, yeah, there, there there was over fifty tons of uh, cannabis actually being drying in a warehouse as well at the time of the the raid happening. So as well, as well as all of the cannabis plants, there, there was another 50 tons of dried cannabis uh, matter that was uh, seized as well. But 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 here's the, the cherry on top. It was all hemp, really. It was non-psychoactive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying here. Cannabidiol. <laughs> so wow. the, the, Spanish, the Spanish cops effectively just went out and raided a guy because... It, it, it was basically it was a, a bureaucratic kind of thing. Um, he he said that he was going to be using the the plants for fiber and industrial uses, you know, the seed, hemp seed oil, and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they found out is actually he had an agreement with uh, some processors over in Italy. So all of the the, the fifty tons of cannabis flour was actually scheduled to be shipped to Italy to have the cannabinoids, the CBD, extracted out of it. 
And uh, that then is what made the operation illegal under Spanish laws is because in, in Spain, you're only allowed to grow cannabis for its hemp, the fiber and uh, the seed um, from the plant, the flower and the leaves, all considered illegal narcotics and treated as such by Spanish law. Wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, that like while this is like seen as a bad thing or whatever, I'm, I'm hoping that this will be a positive thing, that this might get the, um, the members of the European Parliament talking because that this is like an interstate commerce kind of an issue now. We, we've got uh, two different states that would have been, there would have been jobs created in both mm-hmm. states. Because that's a huge amount of fucking cannabis, man. That, that It's not just a, a little hands. crop, is it? It's, it's... Yeah. Oh, man, that's like industrial. Mm-hmm. They estimate that the crop was worth 100 million euro. Wow. wow. That's what they estimate. Like so, that that's a sizable chunk of change. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that this gets the the attention of authorities that uh, outside of the Spanish state, but at the European level, and that they get talking and to say, look, how can we clean this up? Because obviously, there's there's a lot of money to be made here. There's a lot of jobs to be created here, but there's also um, millions, if not billions, of customers out there who who need to be protected. Um, true proper regulation of this industry because it's it's still ridiculous what's going on here blows my mind man because that is literally the industry i work in we have contracted giant farms of maybe not that many acres probably that's bigger i don't know but yeah we get a bunch of hemp we extract it we it's a good business you should or they should do it i don't know dumb guys but that's crazy man i mean what a waste of resources as well no doubt fucking it could have been used for so many things. Four hundred and fifteen thousand cannabis plants. It, it, just the rope out of it would have been a fuckload. Exactly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what the Tons. fuck are they I'm thinking? Just trying to think man. how long that would take us yeah. to get through. That's and, a lot of work. That's and, like a half you a know, year. It's like not even easily hideable either. This was known about for a while, and then for some reason they decided to change their mind to be like, "Nah, fuck this." Then we're just yeah, going to go did, destroy that guy's knew, livelihood. They knew about the operation for over a year. Um, there, there was a field, uh, they said they discovered a field uh, last year and that's when they started investigating the guy. But what I don't understand is when they say they discovered the field, but it, it was a licensed operation. So like, how do you discover something that's plain as day? It's not hiding, you know? So it's, Internet, it, man. yeah, I just thought it was very funny. And uh, yeah, again, it was a year of uh, investigating these people, like, at any point, they could have just came in and, and worked with, with the operators. Nah, a year's pretty but quick nowadays, mate. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, spend but, that budget. Instead of going in there, ripping up 415,000 plants and having to, to move and destroy all of that stuff, they could have went in at the earlier stages and said, hey, do you want to export this to Italy? Well, let's work <laughs> with you and let's try to figure out how we can do this where it's not an illegal operation because currently it's illegal. I suppose maybe I'm I'm just fucking a dreamer and I'm living in a fantasy land, but that that surely would have been the right thing to do and it would have saved so much money for the Spanish state as well. Damn, fuckery as usual, mate. As usual, fuckery. Nobody's yeah. got a clue what's going on, really. They just yeah. do these things for some fucking crazy. Uh, I don't. You just can't make sense of it. You know, it's like what is the point in doing this? But I suppose the, another thing to, to take away from this is that the size and scale of the operation, really, and uh, what's to come in, in Europe uh, once cannabis legalization does come. Because if, if you can grow plants on, on that scale and 
I don't know if you, if you flicked into the video there, but there's a video that shows a, a helicopter going across or maybe a drone going across taking some aerial footage. And man, there, there's some really nice plants being grown over there outdoors, like some nice buds and, and all of that up in them. Um, so that once legalization comes around the corner, I, I think, you know, there's the, the price of cannabis is going to keep on coming tumbling down, I reckon. Damn. Well, uh, it's legal in Spain and Italy for medical use now, right? Yeah, it's so illegal. It's, yeah. it's not as if there's even any illegal activity going on here. These are both legitimate businesses in both countries that take part in this deal, and it still got shut down like this. Fucking, I'd be screwing. I would. I'd be taking them to court. Mm-hmm. Be like, you need to be giving me a good reason why you've just shut down my business and taken all this money from me. You need to be replacing it, motherfuckers. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this in the end because uh, at, at a European level, this is legal. At a Spanish level, at the, the state level, it's it's not. It's, it's similar to what's going on here in Ireland at the moment. We've the very same kind of rules around the use of the cannabis plant. You're only allowed to use the, the hemp from the plant, mm. but you're not allowed to use the flower or the leaf or anything to make the, the CBD oils. And um, we, we've got one company, Relief, that's very close now to the end of their court case and and if they win, the, the Irish state are going to owe them hundreds of thousands of euro for all of the stock that they took off them for the last three years that they've been harassing this company. Mm-hmm. And, and amongst mm-hmm. others, that's just one company that they're in, in, in debt to, uh, for a, hundred, a couple of hundred grand. There's others out there that are the same. Wow. And if, if the Spanish state are to be found uh, liable to pay the damages here to this company, that, that's going to be... Um, that's going Maybe. to be a sore, sore hit in the pocket. <laughs> it kind of leads into yours there. I mean, Marge has got the uh, CBD market exploding. Yeah, I was like, just thinking that. that just had a big it. chunk taken out of there, Marge. <laughs> That's right. There's a missed opportunity for the Spanish over there. But mm-hmm. because this article from the Okanagan Z says the CBD market is exploding, set to overshoot ammo. No pun intended. (laughs) That's a comparison. (laughs) Yeah, well. (laughs) So just how big is the CBD market getting? So they are talking about the global CBD market, but they are saying that it's on target to outpace ammunition in the near future, which is kind of interesting when you think about everything that's going on in the world with war and all ammunition. Yeah. Even the big missiles and shit. Well, I don't know if it really gets into that. It's a pretty short article, to be (laughs) honest. But I mean, when you think about ammunition, generally speaking, so they say two separate reports made public this week make for an interesting comparison. So the first one was an analysis from market research company Fact.mr found the global ammunition market was valued at $19.2 billion US dollars in 2021 and is projected to hit $35 billion by the end of 2032. So the global ammunition market is going to be 35 billion in about 10 years, basically. Wow. Which is a lot of money in uh, death and destruction, really. But the, the price <laughs> of bullets have gone up as well, though, haven't they? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. It's probably more expensive. But they're saying the CBD market is forecasted to grow at a much faster rate. So another report by Global Market Insights said that it's currently worth, well, in 2021, the market was worth 12.8 billion US dollars and is on track to hit 56 billion by 2028. So four years before the ammunition market increase. 
So, I mean, they're talking about the increasing awareness of CBD-based products as an alternative to pharmaceuticals, as I'm sure all of us here are very familiar with. You also have a lot of uh, seniors who are coming around, I think, and they're pretty big, you know, putting a lot of demands on the market for stuff because they want to replace their pharmaceuticals too, right? They take my gun from my cold stoned hands. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, so it's just kind of interesting that I think that CBD is set to outpace something like ammunition because they are such different things. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> I mean, ammunition is, is well. Really there might be a, there might be factors missing here as well. Like Monkey said, there's some federal shit that if you are using cannabis, you're not allowed to have a firearm. So the more people who use cannabis, the less people will be using ammunition too, right? Does that reply? Does that specifically apply to somebody using CBD though? Because this was specific to the CBD market, not cannabis oh. generally, right? Mm. I would say that in the states that since CBD is legal under the farm bill, it would not apply to CBD. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And this is also the global market, not just the US. I mean, it's in US dollars that they're reporting it in, but this is around the world. Arthritic rednecks using CBD and shooting guns. I don't know why. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just kind of, uh, it's it's an interesting comparison. Yeah, it's definitely. Who came up with that, but... Obviously, an increase in the use of CBD is much better than an increase in the use of ammunition because usually that. You know. Me too, more money. <laughs> okay, yeah. so we're going You're in the right direction, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Right yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, I don't know how they come up with this shit, though. Well, they're probably That's just so looking at market stupid. trends and all that kind of thing. I mean, they're talking about cosmetic applications of these products, attributing to the growing demand for like creams and roll ons and like. I guess when you think of like aging populations around the world and they're like, you know, you like it for like their a, arthritis and a, this a quarterly meeting at my, at my company. This is like, <laughs> this is what my CEO <laughs> always talks about. And it's like, Oh yeah, CBD market's going to explode. It's going to be great. But I guess other people think so too. So that's good. Yeah. He's not, uh, he's not I alone think, in that I mean, we like, we've always been waiting, not we as in the company, but just like Canadians, the CBD market to, because right now CBD is regulated under the Cannabis Act, right? But if they deregulate it and put it under natural health products, then you could get it like fucking anywhere, right beside your, you know, Gillette deodorant at the grocery store. There would be some CBD right. deodorant, and mm-hmm. that would open up the market to fucking everyone because not everybody likes to go go in the ganja store right now and buy CBD from exactly. the people who work there. No offense. Yep. Yeah. They're all super sketchy that work in those places. Right, super sketchy. Well, yeah. if you use a little uh, CBD, it might help your anxiety because it's yeah. also saying yeah. that a rising occurrence of anxiety is noted to, noted to significantly increase the demand for CBD. Ooh, perfect. And it's uh, a conspiracy, man. I tell you, it is a conspiracy, maybe. <laughs> but I mean, there's lots to be lots to be anxious about in this world these days. Perhaps including the growing market for ammunition, but CBD will help people. Yeah, man. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And there's more uh, legal cannabis being started off across the world now. So it says here, the, the article I have, legal cannabis sales are starting in New Jersey within days. And this was similar to something Monkey was saying as well. This, um, For some reason, the, the sales are starting on April 21st. Right. And it's like, why April twenty? Why April <laughs> April twentieth, bro? Why are you missing it by a day? Who, who who comes up with this shit? Is nobody on the PR team going? Hold on, can we just like try and bring it in one day earlier? 
like make it special like no no they don't even know it's corporate so they probably don't have a clue they're like 420 what's that like you know, <laughs> you know what i mean really there kind of be one guy on the board that was just like I yeah know. i know what 420 is though yeah how much of a difference that would have made to the sales you know then maybe we would have already taken over the, the ammunition thing <laughs> yeah i've tried to make a joke at work. <laughs> exactly we should get 420 off because we're a cannabis company and people look at me like oh you know they don't it's not even funny and mm, i'm like you guys are lame good point man you guys are lame yeah should yeah. be able to make that a holiday for people to work in the cannabis so. industry. I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, uh, marking the nearly two years since New Jersey voted to amend the Constitution to legalize recreational cannabis. See my translation skills there. Uh, the state announced this week, uh, small writing, sorry, the state announced this week that the first hours of adult use cannabis will kick off on the 21st of April. It's just, it's so fucking lame, man. On the 21st of April, how many people would have so much more appreciated that one day early? God damn. The New Jersey <laughs> Cannabis Regulatory Commission, the NJCRC, announced that it would be using the license to seven alternative treatment centers, which would include 13 retail dispensaries in the state. And they've only got 13 as well. Is New Jersey a big state monkey? No, it's it's actually it, actually it's the most densely populated state in in the United States. However, it's it's one of the smaller ones. All right, right next door to, to New York. So yeah, across the across the uh, bridge from New York City. So I suppose the sorry, TJ. New, no, I was sorry. I was just thinking about New Jersey. I don't know much about New Jersey, the state. Yeah, it's a it's like lots, is there anything else? But then like it goes across the Brooklyn Bridge, right? Uh, no, not the Brooklyn Bridge. I think it's, jeez, uh, you go across the Staten Island Ferry to oh, get to Jersey. Okay. And I think, is it the Verrazano Narrows Bridge? I am not a New Yorker. So yeah, well, New Yorkers me. are probably right now screaming yeah, at the mic. Yeah, the but is there I anything else in Jersey? <laughs> Isn't Atlantic, Atlantic City's there, right? Yes, yes, it is. And uh, there's some really crappy town that's like the most dangerous. I, I watched a documentary on it. I can't remember what it was. Uh, uh, crappy town, New Jersey. Huh? Not sorry, not crappy. <laughs> no offense to anybody that lives there. Right. But it's it's a very uh, infamous town. Would maybe be the word. I can't remember what okay. its name is. But anyway, New Jersey. Well, Springsteen is is a, he's from New Jersey. He's you know very famous thing. I don't know who's New Jersey. I just knew I'm, he was born in the USA. Ooh. <laughs> See what I did there? See what I did? Yeah. Okay. Very clever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, New Jersey is among more than a dozen states across the U.S. that made cannabis legal in recent years and is one of four alongside Montana, Arizona, South Dakota that voted on this issue to make it legal in November 2020 elections. Have you seen it? Because it said at the top, didn't it? It's like, uh, yeah, just here, there. It says it uses the word marijuana at the start, marking nearly two years in New Jersey voted to amend the constitution to legalize recreational marijuana. That's the only yeah. time they used the M word. And for the rest of the time, they used <laughs> cannabis. It's like, why did you do that? Mm. It's for Google SEO, probably. That's what it is. Probably so, because yeah. I've got a lot of articles that, that I get have multiple different ways to refer to cannabis in there. Mm. It's strange. Like the lettuce. Yeah. yeah, automatically change everything to cannabis. <laughs> mm. Cough. I hate using the word marijuana. I'd yeah, just... it's, it's something we should try and steer away from. We do try and not say it. Use just... it when, but it's with an H, not a J. So it's okay. <laughs> right. Marijuana. Marijuana. <laughs> marijuana. I was just going to say, using the term marijuana just sounds so dated. It does. Hmm. Yeah. 
And that's where the term Mary Jane comes from too, right? Some ganja. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, Governor Phil Murphy celebrated this moment. He celebrated, woo, (laughs) in the Garden State history by sharing a note on his official Twitter account, writing, this is a historic step in our way to create a new cannabis industry. It's like, cool, Mm -hmm. man. At least the governor's in on that shit as well. I was hoping it was going to say they, you know, the, the governor celebrated by blazing a fat one in his back garden. <laughs> they used to have Chris Christie in there, and he was pretty anti-weed, wasn't he? Hmm. There's still a lot of Chris Christie. Though. Yeah, he was, but I mean, he he probably isn't anymore. But mm-hmm. at the time when he was being in, paid off now, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I suppose that's it. That's was a very good point. popular to be anti-weed back in the day. You know, he's just whatever he needs to be, like the rest of them. So pretty yeah. much. Uh, purchase of the recreational substance in the state, which, despite activists and experts' protestations. Hmm. A strange word is still classified as a schedule one narcotic will be limited to individuals who are 21 years of age and older and no medical card will be required. So heading in the right direction there, New Jersey. Congratulations. Protestations. You know, you know, what the fuck is that? Is that is that a word? I'm sure it is, but like, come on, <laughs> you're reach. You should have just said protests from, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, protestations. that's hilarious. I'm sorry. Maybe I just smoked too much hash, but no, I agree, mate. It's <laughs> like protestations. Yeah. I've never even seen this word before. Martin, are you organizing any protestations this year? You know, protestations <laughs> are a noun. Protestations. Yeah. Protestations, mate. This Martin is the new word. This is what you have to call it now. You know, <laughs> my protestation. That's Every day is a protest for me, man. You know what I'm saying? No, protestation. Now, mine. This is a a new, word. new word we're all using here. Yeah. Uh, the Governor Phil Murphy, this is what his tweet says, starting on April 21st, adults aged 21 plus will be able to legally purchase cannabis and cannabis products without a medical card. I wonder if there's going to be restrictions on it. I wonder if it mentions any of that. Like, you're only allowed to buy three grams. Uh, this is an exciting time for New Jersey, says Jeff Brown, the executive director for the New Jersey Cannabis Regulatory Commission. The New Jerseyans voted overwhelmingly to have access to adult cannabis use, to adult use cannabis. And it is now here. Well, it's, you know, it's still two years late. You fucking voted for it two years ago. It took it this long to get it up and running. But still, you're there. You know, it's I'm, typical. Though, I'm just think. a little bit jealous. Sorry, you know, just hating a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, if they legalize it over there in the UK, Mackie's going to be screaming, it takes two years? No way. You know, it's like, it's finally legal. And everyone's going to be like, yay. It's like, have you seen how long it takes everybody else to get this shit sorted? You know, we ain't there for a couple of years yet. Piss take, man. But there we go. At least we're he- it's heading in the right direction. More states are legalizing. It doesn't seem as if any states are legalizing and then going backwards. They try to, but they don't actually get that shit. Don't do that. There's no way that that could happen. They talk mm-hmm. about that here too. You know, the conservatives are going to roll back legalization. Good fucking luck. Have they actually said that though? There's again a couple in the, not Aaron, whatever his face was in the last election, but we have Brad Trost here. And he talked about when he ran for the leadership of the conservatives, he was like big on that. Really? Yeah. I'd be like, fuck he's, off. He's a fucker, though, and nobody likes him. So, anyway. Yeah. Well, he didn't win either. So, <laughs> no, he's weird. He's like a strange person just as a person. So, right. Well, yeah. when you're saying we're going to roll back legalization, yeah, he sounds weird. Yeah. It's just a bit shit how they've managed to decide it's going to be on April 21st rather than April 20th. They, they would have like sold so much and made you know, so much revenue if you just made it one day earlier. But if they're just going to go on like one massive raid on April 20th, just one big <laughs> one for the 
the good old days. <laughs> oh no. Right. You know, still illegal, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> their last their last hurrah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck would that be stupid? Damn. So then we have one more news article from you, TG. Yeah. Mine's uh straight out of Canada, but... land of the free. It is. <laughs> and it, it's kind of to that point too, actually. Yeah. So the story comes again from stratcam.com. Stratcam's a really good resource. Uh they focus pretty hard on the Canadian cannabis industry, so I like them a lot. But the title of this one is called Cannabis Clones Coming to Newfoundland. And the date of the article is actually February 5th. So it's a bit of an older article, but there was an update uh, this past Monday, April 11th. And um, yeah, so I'll go over the story quickly here. And basically, yeah, as of last Monday, April the 11th, Newfoundlanders now have access to legal clones. You don't need a medical authorization. You don't need to mail mail order the bullshit or whatever. You just go to the store and buy some clones. Wow. So yeah, prior to this, like I just said, you could only get live plants through the mail. Um, whether you're medical, there was a bit more options, but there were a couple recreational options, but they didn't sell very well, um, likely because of the mail order aspect. It's, I mean, they do have technology that you can send clones and stuff in the mail and it works pretty well, but you know, it's better just to go buy it from the greenhouse like a normal person. So, Damn. yeah, uh, it's a uh, pretty reasonably priced. They say mm. 20 bucks each or four for 60, which is, I mean, considering the prices you see at the California dispensaries or the gray market dispensaries around here in Canada, that's quite, well, it's, maybe it's a bit higher, but uh, it's not bad. They're going to be offered through the province's uh, provincially regulated stores, but the NLC is the, the regulatory body there. And the cut, this is the important part, is uh, ethos genetics, cookies are too. Uh, I've never grown any ethos, but they have a pretty good reputation. I'm not a big cookies fan either, but again, big rep mm-hmm. big reputation. So that's a nice, uh, nice one to start with, I think. And um, they aren't the only one. There's actually another company in New Brunswick that's also beginning to sell their clones, but they don't have too much information about that. So yeah, more access for the legal Canadian market. It's great. Damn, so lucky to be able to just go and propagate <laughs> clones. I still wouldn't grow from clone though. I'm, I, I like growing from seed. Mm. You know, diseases spread with these clones, especially in Canada nowadays. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. point, man. Yeah. Are they HP or hops latent viroid certified free? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably. I mean, well, probably not. There's no certification body like, like we talked about yet. So, hmm, interesting. But yeah. Maybe that's why they're allowing it. Like, hmm, there's a way we can stop this cannabis madness. <laughs> I think everybody gets infected and then like, oh, this wasn't very good. Everybody gets a free clone. <laughs> I'm not going to do this again. No, I don't know. I, if if they were local, I'd, I'd probably go pick a, a plant or two up. Just to no, talk for sure, man. Fucking hell, might as well. Shit. So, just being able pretty... to have that option. Yeah, totally. That's cool. You, you see this shit, Martin? You see which world they're living in here? He's got to pick up some <laughs> fucking clones down the road. Can't even yeah. believe it's on the same planet as us. It's, it's crazy <laughs> shit, isn't it, man? You, you well, yeah. get sent down for possession of a clone. That's pretty much, you know, growing cannabis for cultivation if you're walking down the road back. Coming back from the shop with a little bag with a couple of clones in it. Like, freeze! Yeah, you got <laughs> they your kick the shit out here. They, they fucking go prison and shit. It's yeah. going to be at the greenhouses soon, man. Like, they'll be like, you'll go on. Like I said, get your marigolds, get your basil, get your thime. And uh, grab a couple, uh, you know, OG Kush right there. Perfect. Um, so cool. You know, it's going to be like good shit from 
the the right phenotype, all the weed is going to be the same. Is it? Yeah. Well, that uh, is one benefit, right? All the work, all that work has been done. These mm-hmm. companies aren't going to like just release dog shit, right? Whatever they get, they're going to do selections, and then they're going to use that selection as as what they offer. So it's uh nice to see, for sure. It's going to be sweet, man. Yeah. One, one day. Sorry, Mike. Do you think there's going to be any strain that's going to stand the test of time? You know, so we come back here in 100 years' time and there's still freaking, I don't know, White Widow or something, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure, man. No doubt. I think so. I would I think, put, uh, I think everything will be replaced with all new names. <laughs> I've actually just been smoking, not today, but I had a little sample given to me the other day by a friend of mine. Text out a time warp, a 40-year-old plant, um, a clone oh. that's been kept alive since the 70s Fucking that's made hell. its way here yeah so probably it's gonna keep going you know and maybe like oh, but that that must be weak ass shit though no that's no good. it's fucking oh it's <laughs> psychedelic man it's delicious but we, the media told us that the, this the cannabis our parents were smoking yeah. is not what we're smoking today and that stuff was weak <laughs> yeah because the media was smoking that the media were lying to us were they Fuck i can't yeah. believe that man i oh, no. <laughs> i don't know i mean yeah they uh they fibbed, man. Full of shit. They, they just didn't know the right guys. That's the thing. Back in the day, everybody, there was always good weed. It was just a bit harder to find. But mm. now, everybody's fucking, you know. And grower, now it's legalized so. in so many places, and people can actually do studies properly yeah. and find yeah, out proper yeah. results instead of it just being like, a, uh, what, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? The, uh, the housewives' tales and shit like that. It's just stories that are passed down from one person to another when we can get actual studies and find out what the truth is here maybe clones get stronger as you grow them because there's been a few yeah. cases where i've heard of um like plants being alive like big butter for example with his his original cheese the original uk cheese still has the original mother going and he has it it's like that that's the shit right there what the fuck that's that, crazy that plant is old An epic man yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it still delivers still delivers good shit so we are moving the right in the right direction, it seems, worldwide. We're not going backwards anywhere. Everybody's being able to get weed soon. And soon it'll become to the UK and Ireland, no doubt, eventually. Fuck yeah, no. it'll get there. Don't worry. Martin said it, it is weird we live on the same planet because, you know, we're over here. I'm working in the CBD extraction. They're busting CBD extractors over there. <laughs> I'm buying clones, you know, fucking everywhere else. Yeah, you're getting, fucking like, crazy, executed man. for a little bit of cannabis. Yeah. Dubai, all those people are getting in jail for 50 years or whatever it is. Like, well, it's, it's like if I ever went to court for growing just a few cannabis plants that I do, I'd be like, but I know a guy over there in Canada that he can grow 12 and have no problems. Why are my rules different to his fucking rules? How does this make any yep. sense? Uh, here's here's another bit of news for you, actually. It was an article I was uh, cover, covering for tomorrow's 420 News. Spoiler alert for anybody out in the audience. <laughs> but throughout the whole pandemic, we were told, you know, to, to stay home, minimize your contacts, you know, social distancing and all that. And it's no secret that many consumers of cannabis then started growing their own cannabis throughout the lockdown, um, throughout mm. the pandemic. One person who did that over here in Ireland, he got caught in the process. He got caught with two cannabis plants. The, from, the degenerate. From, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah he, did, he did the unspeakable. <laughs> <laughs> Lock him up, Martin. Throw away the key. It's not acceptable. Yeah, well, 
the, the, he was up in front of the judge and uh, I, I think that this is why I, I think people shouldn't really get solicitors and they should really go in and argue for themselves but mm-hmm. I, I think his solicitor fucking hung him out to dry hair in this one because uh, his solicitor told him that he was uh, he was working full time and that uh, he, he was desperate and, and he used the word desperate to, to remain conviction free um, so, so that he can travel for work because uh, he, he was a full time welder so the judge then went away and like uh, and I suppose this this is a good outcome for the individual if he has the money and he can afford it, but he doesn't have to go to jail, but he has to pay a thousand euro and uh he, he doesn't get no criminal conviction then. So like wow. this is just daylight extortion yeah, by, by the Irish courts to the people. It's like if if something is a crime, then like how does paying some money get you away with getting a conviction? You know, if, if you're a criminal and you, you broke the law, you you should be treated as such. Mm-hmm. But in Ireland, like, and, and I'm, I'm not saying that this guy is a criminal, he's a bad yeah, guy, yeah, but yeah, yeah. in Ireland, like, we, we've got this fucking two-tier justice system, whereas if you've got money and you can pay for it, well, you know, happy days, it's grand for you. Mm-hmm. But for other people, it's it's not so easily, it's it's not so kind, and that that's quite a lot. Of, that's a lot of money, and you mightn't have it. Yeah. Fines are bullshit, man. It, I re- it's one of the things which I've disagreed for a very long time is fining people, because say for example you're caught for speeding and you get a sixty pound fine. If you're driving some bang up car and you're doing five mile over the hour, five mile over the limit, yeah. and it's like you're going to get sixty pound fine. But then that guy who's also doing five five mile an hour over the limit in a fucking Ferrari is also <laughs> going to get a 60 pound fine and he could just wave the fucking 60 pound out the window. Like, here you go, catch, catch, catch me down the road. I'll give you another one. When the 60 pound <laughs> to another guy, that's his kid's birthday present. You know, that's the fucking their food for a week. It, it, it's just not a fair system. If you're going to find people, you need to find people a percentage of how much they earn every year, in my opinion. So people, yeah, it's, 100%. More, it, it's fairer. It's fucked up. This shit is, and in the, the way they do it over there in Ireland, giving money to the poor box and shit, it's just it's just extortion, pretty much. Oh, put, straight off, yeah. Pay this money, or you're going to be locked up, or you're going to have a criminal record where you can't do your job anymore. And it's, it's like fucked up shit. Yeah, I, I can guarantee you the judges have lovely like Christmas dinners and stuff like that with the CEOs of some of the charities that benefit from the court box. That's <laughs> what I'm seeing in my head. Man. Mm-hmm. They get some nice presents sent to them there uh, at Christmas time. But don't forget, they are the upstanding members of the community. Yeah, they are the good folk. We are the bad and, folk here. Consuming we are, our cannabis. Yeah. Fuck them. Fucking. <laughs> uh, let's, just, let's not get too raged. Let's go on to the rest of fucking the forum news here. We, we, we think we're going forward there, Martin. You just had to bring that news story and piss it all off, you know. Sorry, man. <laughs> Some bullshit. World's gone fucking mad. Well, I suppose it isn't. I suppose it is getting. It's crazy. Bad. You think the guy, the guy saved lives and what he done? Like stay, stay at home, didn't spread the virus. Mm. Should have been given a medal, fucking hero. <laughs> <laughs> so we have some interviews coming up this week. Well, uh, this week on Tuesday, which is going to be a public interview, so everybody's going to be able to watch it. So make sure you're here on Tuesday night to tune in. It's going to be 10 p.m. UK time, 5 p.m. Eastern and 2 p.m. Pacific. And we're going to be talking to Mr. Grow It from YouTube, who is fucking huge YouTuber. He's got over 200,000 subscribers on his channel. And I want to know how he did it and how he continues to do it. (laughs) We're going to have a a fun conversation with him. We're going to get high, chat some shit and just learn about his YouTube success, man. Everybody, Everybody knows this guy. He's pretty big in the cannabis growers world. I'm looking forward to speaking to him. So that's on Tuesday at 10 p.m. UK time. 
5 p.m eastern and 2 p.m pacific so join us be there uh then we also have that dr kelly seaman who is a phd plant scientist from the uk and she's been doing a lot of good work in the cannabis uh industry here in the uk as well and she is coming along on thursday at 7 p.m uk time 2 p.m eastern 11 a.m pacific but that's going to be just for the patrons and youtube members so patrons and youtube members if you're a patron or a youtube member then keep an eye out for the link in the patreon section over at Percy's or check the patreon page or the youtube feed and you'll see the links there you'll be able to find it come and join us for that too then we have a big one it's tommy chong's birthday on the 24th of may which is coming in just over a month now and to celebrate we're going to have him on the show the day before because he's going to be with his family on on the actual birthday day but on the 23rd of may we're going to have a birthday celebration with tommy chong himself who's going to come and smoke some weed with us to chill and celebrate his birthday a day early so make sure you come and join us for that. That will be a public one as well. So that's on the, uh, the 23rd of May. I'll give you more information as we get closer to the time. And then 420 approaches. So that means, of course, there's competitions coming. And we have a very big one. Monkey, you want to announce this one? Tell them, bro. Tell them what's going on, man. I can't say it. I can't say it. It just baffles me how the fuck this is even happening. This is a, this is a cup and a half, man. Shit. Oh, I'm sitting here muted, talking to myself again, you know, <laughs> doggone it. <laughs> no wonder I've been awful quiet this entire time. Yeah, this 420, we've got a big, big prize coming up. HLG has given us a uh, fairly magnificent prize for 420. This is the HLG 600R Respec. If you don't know what that is, everybody, it's fucking big. And you all want to win this. This is a light for a four by four. <laughs> this is a 600 watt LED light by HLG. And this thing is going to go ahead and just light somebody's four by four up like nobody's business. It's like, this is one of the best lights on the market. You can't get much better than this. Beautiful well, for a four by four, at least, you know, when it goes into a four by four, this is the shit you want. This yeah, is this, when you think about growing three or this, a four by four light, man. This mm -hmm. is a great light. This is the dream light. I, I seen it. I'm like, what's what's next? Look at what the what the what? That's better than my <laughs> light. <What the> yeah, <laughs> hey, we're, we're on sold and delay. Tell us how we can win. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to know. Oh, you're going to be finding that out on 420. <laughs> 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 He's teasing it for three days. Oh, shit, the suspense, everybody. The suspense. <laughs> Keeps it fun. Yeah, but check, come over to Percy'sGrowRoom.com. It will only be available to the forum members as well. So anybody, and I say this every week, if you're just a listener of the show, you need to come and sign up to the forum. It, you'll, you'll really enjoy yourself over there. It's a really nice place. Lots of friendly people, which you don't find on a lot of forums around the internet. We are all very friendly because we grow lots of very nice weed. So, <laughs> so get over there. Go over to Percy's, sign up, and get ready for the 420 comp that is coming very soon. Uh, yeah, so that's about it for the forum news. Anything else? Anything else? Yes, got one more thing. We just finished the plan of the month vote. It just ended. And Sweet. we do have a winner. It was entry B in this, this month for uh, for March. And that is by member Busted Beer 82. New that guy. Well done, bro. Barney's Runs Muffin, 10 weeks into veg and 10 weeks into flour. So yeah. Very cool. Always. Well done, man. Well done. Well done. Bling will be awarded. No problem, man. Congratulations. Fantastic. And work. There, there's going to be some changes to the plant of the month and shit coming up uh, at the end of this month for next month. So keep an eye out for them as well. But uh, make sure you sign up to Percy's. Percy'sGrowRoom.com slash forum. Get over there. Click sign up. Fill in the info and it's done. Just like that. It takes two minutes to sign up and then you're part of the best forum in the world. Get over there. 
there we go everybody thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed the cannabis news this week as you heard there's a good few interviews coming up right there and we want you to be involved so head over to percysquadroom.com slash forum and sign up it's 100 free and we always have good competitions for you to enter you can win some free shit like seeds and equipment for your grow room and and as mentioned we have a huge prize coming up for 420 and we want all of you listeners to be involved so if you're listening to this and you want to win an epic grow light for your grow tent then head over to Percy's grow room and sign up but only four room members can participate in competitions like this because the prizes are so big so don't miss out on any more comps make sure you put a member of the forum sign up get involved you will like it over there there's lots of people who share a common interest with you so you should be involved and you should be part of the community over here you, you will enjoy it we guarantee it also if you want these links to the interviews that are coming up this week and if you want to take part in the birthday session with tommy chong you also need to be a full room member because this is where you get the links to streams like that you know you will hear these interviews when they get released a couple of weeks after the fact but if you want to be there live for these interviews as they take place you get the links from the forum so make sure you remember come and sign up stop messing around uh, but in the meantime thank you very much for listening to the show thank you for downloading the show i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope we can see you on tuesday with the interview with mr grow it live on our youtube channel youtube.com slash high on homegrown make sure you subscribe to that too but the the big important thing we want you to take away from this is head over to percy's grow room sign up become a member and get involved in the competitions that are going to be taking place on 420. enjoy your 420 if we don't see you before then it's going to be epic it's going to be a good year so we'll see you over at percy's goodbye <laughs>